Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty podcast. My name is Nate Thurston, and across from me is Charles Chuck Thompson. How's it going today, Chuck? What up, what up, what up? Happy Friday to everyone that is joining the podcast. If this is your first day listening to the podcast, then make sure you smash that follow button or subscribe, whatever it says on your phone. That will send a brand new episode of Good Morning Liberty, where we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to. That will send a brand new episode to your phone every day of the week when we want to. Which we probably have new listeners right now. We're, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're up 17.7%. From last month. Compared to last month. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. That's, Every time I look at this thing, I just feel like we're always up compared to last month. That's a good and thing. Yeah. I like it when it's up. And you know the thing that you guys can do the most that could help is not just join the Patreon, which is an, an extra step above, but show this to a friend. Send it. You got an episode that you like, send it over, show it to them, tell them there's a podcast they should be listening to. Word of mouth is the best way to possibly grow this thing because when you actually get a personal reference from something, it is much more likely that someone will take the time to listen to it than if they see an ad, they see us posting something like that. If they hear from their friend that this is something they should listen to, word of mouth is way better, way better. Okay. That's right, Joe. Three new listeners, (laughs) and we're excited about each and every single one of them. Three new listeners. You know, actually, yesterday's number went up by about 300 new people yesterday. So I was, I was pumped about it from the day from the day before. So that's, that's a good growth. Now, maybe it'll, it fluctuates. It pulls the, three the most recent times 30. Three a hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you get three. Way better. 300 new every single day. I mean, by the time you end the year, you'll be at at least a trillion. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't do math very well. Yeah, I know. But I know. Uh, three times three. Carry the four over mm-hmm. to the to the tenth power. It's a trillion, and you know the thing. So it's dumb leap of the week. That's where we look at some of the dumbest things that people said over the week. A lot of it's from Twitter. Some of it today is from TikTok, and we go through and have our Patreon supporters who are watching live right now. We have them vote on what the dumbest thing of the week was, and these fine people on. On this side, not on both sides. I'm not talking about you people who aren't in the Patreon, but these fine people on this side are going to get an extra batch of dumb bleeps after the episode today. Mm-mm. They're extra episodes, so they, they can't get enough dumb bleeps. You think we should change our tagline? Sure. They, to what? Well, this is the Good Morning Liberty podcast where we talk about life, liberty, the pursuit of meaning, and dumb. Mm-hmm. A lot of dumb stuff. A lot of dumb. Now... Uh, obvious things don't make it in sometimes because we already talked about them over the week and it's not as fun to talk about stuff that we already talked about. So that could be, uh, that's a little bit confusing because wouldn't that qualify as one of the dumbest things of the week? Some of those things got their very own segment on the podcast already. This one, Charlie's about to read, is and one that... they're not up for a vote. Yeah, they're... We, they already, just, we they're, already decided. They're in a different category. And we've decided that they're not up for a vote. They're in a category all to their own. But this one we did mention, but Charlie still has to read this quote because it's ridiculous. Yeah, and this one, uh, it, it had to make the Dumbly mm-hmm. Week to be voted on. Okay, we're starting off strong here, by the way. <sighs> Going for it. Does it get 
Does it get dumber? It gets dumb. We have a lot of screenshots from the Socialist Party in here. Right. So. so this is tweeted by Kyle Griffin, but it's a, it's a Biden quote here. President Biden, quote, We're facing the most significant test of our democracy since the Civil War. That's not hyperbole since the Civil War. The Confederates back then never breached the Capitol as insurrectionists did on January the 6th. So I look how in the quote he says that's not hyperbole. Right. He means this is not exaggerated. Okay. I mean what I say and I say crazy things sometimes. (laughs) Take this literally. We have not tested our democracy like this since the Civil War. And what he's talking about are the voting restrictions and the, the, this massive assault on our democracy, these voting restrictions. Charlie, we went over some of these. I mean, that's, this is just like the Civil War. There's nothing that has happened since the Civil War that tested well, our country like this. You see, now he's including the breach of the Capitol mm-hmm. and, the, mm-hmm. and the voting things. Like, the, basically, the, the Trump yeah. people. Mm-hmm are the ones that are testing democracy because they're storming the Capitol. They're trying to pass all these anti-restrictive or no, no, they're not anti-restrictive. They are restrictive, pro-restrictive, pro-restrictive voting legislation laws, making people show their IDs and adding polling stations, (laughs) you know, those types of things that are just, I couldn't imagine like, Going back to the way that we've done our, some of these are just getting rid of things that they created in 2020 because of the pandemic. Right. They're just getting rid of things that we've only had for one election ever. Well, they're actually spelling out the law so that governors and different people can't just make up the rules in case there's a crisis. Mm-hmm. Right. Because so the, the Texas Supreme Court ruled that one of the things that the state was trying to do that they were not allowed to do, which was send yeah. out all those ballots to to everyone i think that was the one that they had ruled on mm-hmm. and the texas supreme court said they couldn't do it so they're just putting well, it in law unsolicited yeah ballots. unsolicited yeah. yeah you know the inter- you said this on the podcast earlier this week but the interesting thing is like uh since civil war we had uh, <laughs> actual dream- jim crow and segregation mm-hmm. we had uh the, the civil rights act wasn't passed until 1964 something like that i think um so prior to 19 between the civil 65. war in 1965, I believe there were a lot more restrictions on democracy, especially for people of color. No, it, no, this is, in th- fact, he said there's no hyperbole in this statement. In fact, you talked about how they stopped black people from voting with fire hoses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like literally you couldn't even, you weren't allowed in the polls. I'm Bill, sure. Billy clubs, all kinds of stuff. I'm sure because everything was seg- segregated, the whites voted in one booth and the blacks voted in another, and they didn't count any of the black votes. Yeah. In several counties. I bet that happened all the time. But this is worse. Requiring this, people to put the last four of their social security number on an application for a mail-in ballot that we didn't even do before 2020 is worse than everything since the civil war Mm -hmm. and that's not hyperbole well it's i mean it's hard to find your social security card yeah that thing is small and it's difficult you can't laminate it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which i think now you can by the way because can you yeah stephanie has a lot newer one obviously with my catch on fire in a laminating machine yeah mine's literally the first rule on the back is do not laminate (laughs) and uh it's all it's all crinkled and crumpled crumpled is that that's a word it is now it is it's dumb bleep of the week yeah you can say dumb stuff if you want so anyway you guys you guys know the thing joe biden and and the democrats really i just love 
I love the f- forgetfulness of history. The hyperbole is what the, it is. Yeah. Yeah. He's saying crazy stuff like this. Yeah. That's exaggerated. But he said it's not hyperbole. It's not hyperbole. But yeah. But it is. Um, I'm going to, let's see, I think a good thing to be, to do would be to post some of these in the group, by the way, for y'all to see, and we'll post this in here. The copy paste doesn't work when it's just from this. So we'll get back to that here in a sec when Charlie's talking about something. The next one, dumb bleep number two. Now, listen, I, I, with all due respect. Okay. But, uh, this one comes from Joshua Reed equal. And you mean with all due respect. And I respect. said with all due respect, okay? The, this kind of stuff drives, drives me nuts, and when it comes from libertarians, it drives me really nuts. And we can, talk about the, we can talk about the good and bad of the situation, but sometimes you do things to just score political points because you hate a certain group of people or you hate a certain political party, and rightfully so for a lot of reasons. But what Josh said was uh, Republicans are rightfully praising the protests in Cuba today. Yesterday, they were passing laws to make it legal to run over protesters with your car. Pick a lane. Okay, so there's some laws that are out there. Uh, Florida passed one. I think Oklahoma might have passed something like that. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure exactly. Can you, it, it probably passed that you could run over people with your tigers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just like saying Oklahoma. <laughs> um. They, so in these laws, if you feel like you are threatened, if you feel like you are in danger, then... McGoo said, I'll pick a lane with the most protesters. Then, <laughs> then you said, man, said it depends on the car. You can't use a Tesla. That's in the, that's in the law as well. It's in the Geneva Convention. Mm-hmm, I looked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, if you feel that your life is threatened, which is a possibility, by the way, you could be drug out of your car and beaten to death with a skateboard for all you know. That happened. Then you can hit the gas and speed out of there if you feel like your life is threatened. And what they have said is, if that happens, and you feel like you're, if this is essentially in self-defense, or you think that you're going to be at risk of bodily harm, then you can do that, and you don't have to worry about the fact that you hit a protester. Because you were scared for your life and you were getting out of there. Now, that's very different than saying they pass laws to make it legal to run over protesters. That's a very, very different thing than those two things happening. But the problem is, I suspect that Josh has deep hatred for the Republican Party. I do know him. I think we've met him before. Um, There's more on the Libertarian Party side of things. And since they passed this, well, that just means that, you, that it's legal for you to run over protesters with your car. Now, what I would also say is, I assume that Josh believes in self-defense, that if you are in a, say, you're walking down the street, and some people come up to you, what if you have a gun on you? You carry a gun, and people come up to you, and you are uh, fearing for your life, that maybe they're going to do something to you, or maybe they start doing something to you. Maybe they start kind of punching you, or, or something like that. Can you? Can you uh, pull your gun out and defend yourself? Is that something that you can do? I would assume he believes in self-defense, that when you are at risk of bodily harm, that you can defend yourself. And that's really what these laws, from what I have read, actually say, is that you can defend yourself, you can get out of there. And the fact that they are in the road is kind of their fault, that they are in the road and you're surrounded and you feel like uh, you need to defend yourself. So. This kind of goes to a little bit of partisanship, a little bit of political bias. 
some some really terrible things like that where you take your political bias, you take your partisanship, you take your hatred for the the other political parties, and you just say statements that actually are bending the truth, not factual really whatsoever. And you you portray them in the same way that I've been seeing all the uh, you know Vice and Slate and CNN portray these laws that that are not really what's in the laws whatsoever. It's hyperbole. Yeah, it it is. It's hyperbolic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's so, what that. So that sounds like something George W. Bush would say. Yeah. This is not hyperbole. Mm-mm-mm. All right, everyone. I want to tell you guys about our sponsor, BetterHelp. On this show, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning. And it's really hard to pursue that meaning if there's something getting in the way. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. This is an app. It's a site. You can download it. You can go to the website and they will connect you with the therapist after they ask you a few questions. That way they can pair you with the person that works best for you. And if you don't want that person, you can get another one, okay? Connect in their safe and private online environment. Super convenient, way more convenient than actually going to an office somewhere, sitting in the waiting area and talking to someone in person. You can do it. This is great for people that are really busy. This is not just a self-help thing. This is actual professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor anytime. You get a timely, thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. It's more affordable than the traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. Service is available, by the way, for clients that are worldwide. So all you guys listening all the way around the world, they are there for you. If you are dealing with depression, stress, anxiety, something in your relationship, trouble sleeping, some trauma, are you mad about something, family conflicts, grief, self-esteem, anything like that, BetterHelp has got someone for you. Remember, it is confidential, super convenient, professional, affordable. If you don't believe me, you can go and check out the testimonials posted daily on their website. And remember, please remember, this is not a crisis line. All right, I want you guys to start living a happier life today. As a listener of this show, you get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com GML. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health again. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot GML. And now back to the show. All right, so that's dumb bleep number two. All right, dumb bleep number three is a video. What, you know what blows my mind about all this stuff is the hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. You know, it's just unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Let me... Uh, let because, me... The, you know, uh, while Nate's bringing that up, I'm going to tell you one that didn't make it. Uh, several people submitted, um, and I don't know if these are on the extras or not, so hang on. Several people submitted dumb bleeps from the Brooklyn dad guy. And what was just interesting is, and the guy hasn't deleted any tweets, by mm-hmm. the way. You can go look at all of his tweets, and it's just hilarious how one day he'll say, yeah, I'm not taking the vaccine because, because of Trump. And then six months later, he's like, if you don't take the vaccine, then F you. <laughs> I'm just like, what? How, how do you sleep at night? How do people, they, they, they can change so fast. And here's the thing about really what it is deep down is is postmodernism honestly because it means there's no you there is no line of logic that you have to follow everything is subjective everything subjected can be interpreted by the day 
and and you you can change opinions. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, something you believe one day, you could change your opinion and believe it the next day. That's fine. But there should be some sort of like underlying baseline to where you can't just on a whim completely go against everything you've talked about for the last year. I, I don't. You're reaching right now, Charlie. That's kind of crazy. You're saying oh, that you okay. should a lot. You should have a set of principles and that you would follow those and apply those whenever a, there is a situation objectively. It's a lot to ask. Yeah. Um, mm. So I feel bad. It's probably a, a a white male thing. It's like a dominance kind of thing you have mm. going on right now. It's a little scary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm, I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> of course you wouldn't. And I'm sorry that I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, let's see. This one comes from TikTok. Austin Peterson posted this one. This one's only 15 seconds, so, so get ready. Uh, this person is talking about the fact that small businesses or some businesses can't afford a higher minimum wage. Okay, so, so here we go. And everyone wait while Mr. Producer actually does the right thing. It says it's set on Roadcaster Pro. Let's see. Let's see here. But if they raise the minimum wage, how do I keep my business open? <laughs> then go out of business. That's capitalism. It's the free market supply and demand. Where is your demand, baby girl? Sorry no one wants your racist 50s Americana. But if they raise... <laughs> okay. I told you it was 15 seconds long, okay? Yeah. We'll play it one more time, and I'm sorry. Okay. We'll play it one more time. The minimum wage, how do I keep my business open? <laughs> then go out of business. That's capitalism. It's the free market supply and demand. Where is your demand, baby girl? Sorry no one wants your racist 50s Americana. That's the free market. A minimum wage. That's the free market. That's capitalism. Exactly. You know? See, when you just redefine what things mean, you can have it mean whatever you want it to mean. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I didn't... I don't, I haven't read where minimum wage is part of free market capitalism, but obviously he has, he found the problem. Well, the free market is when, uh, an outside body that has the monopoly on the use of force that could put you in prison for not doing what they say to do. Mm -hmm. A free market is when that person comes in and tells you what you have to do or you can't exist. And that's what a free market is. Baby girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just like free slavery that we had for a long time yeah. there. You know, that's just what you call it. Also, why is he picking on women? As if the, as off, all the female business owners are going to go out of business, you know? I, I just, I don't understand. I don't, this was only 15 seconds long. And I don't understand how you can say this in, in the span of 15 seconds and not count. I mean, you're talking, you're five words separated, separated from saying that the government is arbitrarily raising the amount that you would have to be forced to pay people to saying that that's the free market. You, did, you didn't know that so much dumb could fit into 15 seconds. I don't understand. Seconds. I don't get it. Well, How is this possible? Let me tell it to you in cursive, uh, baby girl. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> All right. You just, that's the way it is. Uh -huh, okay. Uh -huh. That's capitalism. That's the free market. Yeah. He put it in bold letters with an American flag. He said it. And he, he you know what the thing is? He believes it. And therefore, probably it's true. they, they said it. <laughs> Nate, all right. Don't, don't gender this 
You're, I, you're right. Being. I shouldn't have picked. I shouldn't have picked anything. My <laughs> so, bad. Um, I just <laughs> and, and you know how many people are gonna watch that and mm-hmm. just agree? Mm-hmm. Like, oh well, yeah. Don't don't. And it's and then I bet this is the exact same person who gets so angry at companies like Amazon and Google and Facebook for being too big, mm-hmm. and then that. They're just fine with putting all these small businesses out of business. Just go out of business. If they can't afford minimum wage mm-hmm. and all the giant corporations that they hate so much can afford. You know, most, most giant Amazon could probably afford $50 an hour for everyone. For a little bit. For, yeah, for a little bit. They'd yeah. raise all their prices. And so it, it, would be, it would be the same. You know, you'd <sighs> just be paying 10 grand a month in rent. So that's, everything else would go up. And, and you know who couldn't afford it? Mm, your mom. And your pop. And your pop. Neither one of them. <laughs> yeah. Pop, mom and pop. Okay. That was Dem Bleep number three. Dem Bleep number four we talked about over the weekend here. Charlie, why don't you do this one too, since you didn't get to introduce the last one. Because okay. I, I knew what it was. Okay. Dumb Bleep number four. From Chad. Chad. Thanks, Chad. Richard Branson's space flight cost about $1.5 billion. Instead. Instead, he could have given every American $1 million. Hashtag tax the rich. <laughs> this tweet's still up, by the way. And still has hundreds of retweets. It's not just going crazy or anything. Let me read that again for y'all. Richard Branson's space flight cost about $1.5 billion. Instead, he could have given every American $1 million. $1 million. A million. You know, I checked on it and the math adds up on that. You know, mm-hmm. that's, uh, I, I just care. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. There's roughly 1,500 Americans <laughs> yeah. total. No, what that would actually come out to is about $4.53 a person. One time. And one time. One, $4. You can't even buy a McDonald's meal with that anymore. And this really underscores, this is like the basis of what a lot of people think when they think about the money that the rich have and that the rich pay for things. They have such a, they have such a non-understanding of math. And they say things, and it sounds cool. And the problem is a lot of other people see it, and they just hit retweet because they're like, yeah, 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 I could have given everyone a million dollars. That's what we should do. We should take $1.5 billion and give everyone a million dollars. If that's the case, we could take the amount we spend every year and just give everyone a couple trillion dollars a piece. By Why the not way, just do that? Yeah. By the way, uh, 1.5 trillion wouldn't even cover a million dollars to every American. <laughs> what would it actually be? Well, 350 million. I don't know how many. 350 people. million times a million. That's that's a lot of zeros. Okay, about yeah. 12 zeros in there, right? So that would be 3.5 quadrillion. Quadrillion, I think. <sighs> Quite a, quite a bit, quite a, quite a bit difference there. I think. And the issue is the actual math on this, whether or not it's, it's hard. I mean, look, we're having to think. It's a lot. <laughs> it's, okay, but this person I, I like did it what real Amanda quick. says though is, uh, well, math is racist. <laughs> so we actually can't challenge Chad here, even though Chad is giving off the appearance on Twitter that he has a white son. I don't think he's that looks like a young face. Yeah. So from historical white colonial standards he looks like he he's of anglo-saxon descent and 
Just in case anyone's wondering, that $1.5 billion would have funded the U.S. government for about two and a half hours. Something like that. Two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. And then it would be gone. But we could have taken it and given everyone a million dollars. Also, how is... is, uh, The other thing I do have to ask about this, how is he actually going to afford to fly people to space? $1.5 billion per flight? Well, He's only charging like $100,000 per seat or $200,000 per seat. I assume they are totaling up the amount he has spent in Research R&D and all to that. get okay. to that point. So the, that cost is going to be spread out over a while. I think they were saying they're, they're hoping to get it to two to $300,000, something like that, for people to go. So obviously this is only... You should have spent more money on R&R. And way better. Like all things, this is only going to be for rich people for a while. But that was the case with every new technology, yeah. actually. Car, it was only for rich people. Cars. Cars, TVs. TVs. Phones. Microwaves. Any, computers. Mm-hmm. It's only for rich people at first. And then once it becomes so common, they can get the cost down. It's not that they all want to use it, and then they'll let all the, the underlings use it afterwards. Yeah. It's that the cost eventually gets worked down. They become so efficient that they can eventually take people. But this is going to be a tough one to get affordable right uh, it's always going to be a bit of a luxury to take a a, a five-minute trip up the space i well, think because spending two hundred thousand dollars to a multi-millionaire or billionaire is like spending is like you spending two hundred dollars mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's the same thing so two hundred dollars on a southwest flight to a, an average person it's a decent chunk of change uh, two hundred dollars to a billionaire is like i don't i don't even know not even two tenths of uh, two pennies which would be one-tenth of one penny. <laughs> <laughs> two-tenths of... Two pennies. Two pennies. <laughs> two-tenths two of two cents. Okay, um, Keith, Keith Olbermann is on the next one right here. So, warning, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> um, he yeah. really, you know, I didn't feel like he used to be so freaking batshit crazy. But he really is now, um, he's really good. Trump really made him go off the deep end really far, okay? David's, um, a- sorry, David's asking for Good Morning Liberty Patreon space flights. <laughs> next year. One day. Yeah, that's next year. One day. Don't worry, I'll call, I'll call Richard, see if we can set something up. All right, so Keith Olbermann is making the argument here that um, why doesn't the Second Amendment have the word own in it? The Second Amendment does not authorize gun ownership because it doesn't say the word own. And so he has disproved, he has officially myth-busted the Second Amendment mm-hmm. that people are allowed to own weapons. He has officially came out and myth-busted that crazy idea that obviously no one in, that none of the Founding Fathers would have ever wanted your normal, average, everyday person to own weapons. You can, you can tell that by looking back through everything they ever said and did, that they really only wanted the government to have weapons. That's, that's what they were going for. So here's, a, here's old Keith saying what he has to say with a half a million views on it. And let's go. Whether or not you meant to watch baseball's all-star game, and who am I to judge you, Remember that Saturday night, police uncovered a stash of 16 long guns, body armor, and a thousand rounds of ammunition in a Denver hotel room near where the game was to be played. And then the FBI said they had no reason to believe this was connected to the All-Star game, and a lot of people relaxed and took this as good news, as if it's somehow okay 
that four people had stashed long guns, ammo, and body armor for any purpose other than shooting up the All-Star game like it was Las Vegas 2017, as if that's the way it's supposed to be, as if anybody should have a thousand rounds of ammo and body armor, and they could then ask their Denver hotel for a room with a balcony for whatever reason. So think about the All-Star game. Think about the Denver weapons stash a block away, which was either an interrupted All-Star game mass shooting or an interrupted non-All-Star game mass shooting. And consider again the holy Second Amendment to the Constitution and ask yourself this question. Why doesn't the Second Amendment have the word own in it? Why does it not say the right to own guns or in a synonym for own? Why does it just say a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed? Keep and bear, not own. Keep doesn't mean own. Bear doesn't mean own. Yet by the same kind of logic that made lots of us breathe sighs of relief because maybe nobody meant to shoot up the fans at the All-Star game, our nation has been covered neck high in this bullshit that the Second Amendment makes gun ownership not only legal but sacrosanct. 103 times the Constitution uses words like ownership, value, purchased, receipts, property, private property, but not once does it do so in the Second Amendment, because the Second Amendment isn't about gun ownership, it's about regulation of state militias. Yet thousands of us die every year buried under this same bullshit. The same bullshit that says if the thousand rounds of ammo in the Denver hotel room wasn't there to kill baseball fans, that somehow that's good news. How many baseball fans died? <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, hang on. First, I got a couple things about this. I know you do, too. Every time he says bullshit, all I can hear in my head is forgetting Sarah Marshall. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. 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 Yeah. Second thing I got to say about this. He might have a point. Oh, yeah? Because I don't know if you remember this, but Barack Hussein Obama used to say, if you like your plan, you can keep your plan. <laughs> and clearly, we didn't get to keep it. So if you like your plan, you can keep your plan. And that, you weren't able to keep it. So maybe that's what he's referring to. I guess so. Uh, Joe, Joe just posted the definition or the, the word own and literally listed under a synonym for the word own is the word keep. Synonyms are probably racist. <laughs> so I'm yeah. not sure if we could use the construction of the uh, patriarchy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can't say that people have the right to own something because you can't give people a right of ownership of something because then someone would, would be forced to provide it to you. If you do own something... Amen. If you do own something, then you have the right of ownership of that. But you can't be granted a right of ownership of something because that means that the Constitution would spell out that they had to supply it to you because you have a right to own a gun. And if you don't have a gun then someone's violating your constitutional rights, and therefore one must be provided to you because you have a right to own one. You cannot be given the right to own something that you did not first uh, transact with someone, create some kind of value, and then obtain ownership of it afterwards. I don't, afterwards. Know, if, I don't know if you guys noticed this or not, but our founders worded things very carefully. Mm -hmm. They were careful. Because if you do own a gun, then it's your right to keep it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. that, that's, why they, that's why they said keep because if you have one no one can take it from you 
That's what that means. Except um, for insurance. And in keep. I mean, I do think they would say the word keep as in possess or maybe own. You know, you're in safekeeping. You're keeping. You're, it's just, it's yours. I'm keeping this. <laughs> it's mine. Yeah. Okay. I'm keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what, I, that's what I'm doing. I'm taking this. <laughs> I'm taking this. Um, and then also, uh, Amanda pointed out, okay, so it doesn't say the word own, that therefore you don't have the right to own it. It doesn't get anywhere close to saying you should have free health care. It doesn't get anywhere close to saying that you should be given money directly from other people via welfare or through child payments that just started going out or anything like that. It doesn't say that you have the right to any of those things. But if it doesn't specifically say the word own, then you don't have the right to it. But if we want to create these magical rights for all sorts of other things, then that's, then that's definitely constitutional. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. So eh. Technically, you don't even have the mm-hmm. right to free speech. <laughs> no. You, you, just, have the, you, have the, you have the right for governments not to make laws concerning free speech. Mm-hmm. That's what you have a right to, actually. We'll have to talk a lot next week about what Jen Psaki said yesterday when it comes to social media, when it comes to Facebook and other social media, because mm. they've crossed the line from where... Habitually? Habitual line-stepping mm. to now fully admitting that they are marking things for Facebook to take down because they're misinformation. The government is. Yes. Wow. She, she, yeah, she said it several times yesterday. Jesus. Yeah. And now that well, okay. is officially the government using a private entity to quell free speech. Mm-hmm. That is a, that's officially what would be happening at that time. And they're, this is about the best thing that ever happened for Trump's lawsuit against Facebook and Twitter and all them possible. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One more thing about this, as I said at the very beginning, how many people died at the MLB All-Star game? It yeah, none of them. Doesn't seem like any of them. And so what law was actually broken? Yeah. And like, it's already illegal to shoot people, okay? Unless you're defending yourself. You just can't go to the baseball game and on a whim, the Second Amendment doesn't give you a right to start slinging lead at a crowd of people, Okay. <laughs> That's not, what the, that's not what keep and bear arms means. Yeah. You have a right to, to hold on to it and carry it with you to your hotel room and have thousands of rounds if, ne- if you feel like that's necessary to protect and defend yourself. That just because the Second Amendment gives you that right, it's still illegal, by the way, mm-hmm. to start. It, it's probably illegal to shoot paper wads into a crowd. Okay. Can't point a laser at people. Can't point you know? lasers at, at <laughs> airplanes or people. There's all kinds of laws that are already there. Yeah, this guy's an idiot. He was an idiot on ESPN as well. Was so. he? I didn't watch it enough. I just didn't feel like he used to be so insane. Yeah. The only thing he's got he going was. for him is he has a great voice. He does. And that's it. Yeah. So you can tell when he speaks, he's got a good commanding voice with a great tone. And that's what he was blessed with. Everything else that comes out of his mouth is bullshit <laughs> there you go <laughs> to use right. his own words the next thing the socialist party sorry mom the official socialist party of uh i guess this is of great britain not only it says gb so we'll assume that that's great britain um i don't know what else could be green bay of green bay yeah <laughs> socialist party of green bay could be that so they were very upset now 
Hey, we have to mention, we talked about Jen Psaki yesterday refusing to say the word communism. They were using mismanagementism in, instead. And then right after the podcast, when she I was came. trying to find the audio, because the audio was messed up, and it still went out on the podcast kind of messed up. And Charlie, sorry about that. But when I was trying to find the audio, I saw what she said yesterday. And they officially sent out the memo yesterday that the Biden administration is going to say that communism is a failed ideology. Mm-hmm. And credit where credit's due. Going out there saying that. Now, are they doing it for political purposes because they want to try and win some of those counties in Florida by sticking up for Cuba? Uh, That's okay, but hey, they're still out there saying something that is true, and we don't have to talk about whether or not they believe it. The fact that they went out there and said it, uh, I think that this is a good step in the right direction. The Socialist Party was mad, but let's see what Biden had to say on this issue. Well, let me start off by... uh answering the the question relative to uh, Haiti and Cuba. And communism is a fail system, universally fail system. And uh, I don't see socialism as a very useful substitute, but that's another. Okay. Hmm. And I don't see socialism as a useful substitute for something that's failed either. That's some credit. At least he said it. He said it. Policies may not back it up, but... The words came out of his mouth? Are they officially fascist now? I guess so. They're not free market people. They're not mm. going for laissez-faire capitalism or anything like that. Yeah, but read the, uh, oh, yeah, the, the, required, the required response. Okay, from like the, the... This is so predictable. How can... Com- Here's what the Socialist Party of maybe Great Britain said, which is interesting that they had to, to denote what state of government they were from (laughs) in this statement yeah how can communism have failed if it hasn't begun it's never begun never done human history folks never done it no country's population has yet freed themselves from a ruling class and established collective ownership and control of the means of production never been done For Marx, communism and socialism were the same thing. So, we've never had real communism. That's not what they have in Cuba. That's not what they had in Russia. That's not what they had in China. That's not what they had in... Venezuela. Cambodia. (laughs) Venezuela. Not any of those places. Uganda. What they had, because they have to use the word, what those places had was state capitalism. Which... in, which is where the state controls the means of production. Now, that would actually fit within the common definition of communism and, I believe, of socialism as well. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure. I haven't pulled up the definitions in a while because I try not to poison my brain with uh, stupid things, but I'm pretty sure those fit. But why haven't we had those things, Charlie? Like, okay, let's, uh, let's, just go, let's just go that way for a second because if people say America sucks because of... It's got, because it has capitalism. Well, the first thing we'll say is, we don't have capitalism. We've got closer to a form of fascism right now, economically. We don't have capitalism. Well, we may have it now, now that we know that minimum wage is part of capitalism. The government controls are part of free markets, and I guess actually we do have that. Uh, But we would say that, of course, about what we have right now. So that wasn't real capitalism, turning the shift on and off as we're as we're doing the caps lock on and off, as we're typing that out. So let's just say that we haven't had real communism or socialism as what Marx defined those things as. Okay, 
how do you how are you going to get there? How do you get to the people? First off, you get rid of the ruling class. They're gone. How do you get rid of the ruling class, Charlie? Well, you would need a second <laughs> amendment for you, that. You kill them. <laughs> yeah. That's how you get rid of it. Yeah. You get you get rid of the ruling class because by there's killing no them. saving them. <clears throat> no, they're too far gone. They that, don't understand. They're going to poison the minds of everyone else mm. that's around there. You kill them. That's how you get rid of them, and that's how they see these countries were attempting allegedly to get to a Marx style of socialism or communism. But it takes an all-powerful state to get there. Or let's say there isn't a state, and all of the socialists want to rise up and take out the ruling class and take the means of production. Well, they become a state at that time. I'll use the same argument I would use for anarchists. They become a state at that time, and they, and they are a state. And so it takes a state to take away those rights of private ownership, and then you got to enforce the fact that there is no private ownership, that everyone's going to own the means of production, that everyone's going to be equal all the time, and you got to enforce that, so it's still going to have to have a state to do that. But let's say you're going to go to that system you got to go through what they would call state capitalism on the way there, which is where eventually the government takes over the ownership of things, and they have to enforce all of these. And then the problem is they just get, they, they stick there, because then they'd have to relinquish the ownership and the control of everything. They get stick there. They get stick there. They get stuck there. <laughs> they stick there. <laughs> and, they, uh, and they don't move on to the Marxism. Because it took some really nasty people to do all the things that it took to get to that point. They're, what they're looking for is anarcho-communism. <laughs> it is. That's essentially what it is. That's what r- true Marxism is, anarcho-communism, apparently. Mm-hmm. Or socialism, or whatever it is that they want to call it. And the point is, we can't actually get to that. Let's just say that we're going to go towards that. Moving towards well, those... You have to ask the question, like, who is going to establish collective ownership... Mm-hmm. And who is going to control the means of production? How is that going to be set? Are we taking a vote on all of this every single time? You want to have 26 million votes for 26 million different products? How many we need of each? And the whole population has to vote on them? Yeah. Is that what it's going to be? I, it, the, problem, the problem we have, this is even a problem in the animal kingdom, folks. Okay, When you look at chimpanzees or lions or whatever you want, if, if you go further down with people... With uh, living things that you could say aren't as cognitively advanced as human beings are. And even they themselves, uh, you know, lions live in a communist or socialist style. But they still have to have leaders. And you have to have people to protect you from other prides. If invading other prides. Well, the Lion King is actually a story of someone trying to institute Marxist, Marxist communism. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it just took a, this evil person was going to do it and then give it back to the people from what, from what I understand. exactly. But it, it didn't turn out very well. Mm-hmm. I, saw the, I saw the movie and it was terrible, brutal dictatorship. Mufasa. You know? <laughs> it was happening, but you're right. The, Even <clears throat> chimpanzees, like everybody's in a tri- like, that's the biggest the, the biggest problem I would even say for for anarcho libertarians, right? We can go both sides of this. Is that um, there eventually what what do you do? And I think this is the problem the founders had as well, which is what do you do when you're invaded by a foreign party, right? What who's going to lead uh, the, the protection, right? Because we are a we are a herding species. Okay, we have to. Uh, herd together essentially to protect ourselves, especially from from giant foreign nations like 
Great Britain whenever they were trying to come over here and kill all the colonists. What do you do in those types of situations? And I think people have thought about this for a long time because the what we believe obviously is the ultimate, the most amount of freedom that you can give people the, the more success that they're going to have or the opportunity for, for people to have the most success and live the best life possible. But at the same time, what old TJ said, Thomas Jefferson said is that government's a necessary evil. So it, it either way you're going to institute these rules, right? To protect rights. If we're going to have an anarcho free society, well, who's going to arbitrate a violation of rights? If you're going to have an anarcho-socialist or communist society, who's going to arbitrate private property ownership when you have these, you know, I will take me, for example, I'm six, seven. I could probably defend a, I could get a group of people together and defend some land and, and privately own it and not share it with anyone. Who's going to come take me out if you don't have uh, rules and regulations, which basically it becomes the state. To the point, there's still going to be a state. And then you, all, you have to have, okay, so everyone is going to share the ownership. What happens if one person decides they're going to start their own business and they're going to start selling stuff to people because they have a shortage of something in that society? Either all the people band together and they get together and they kill them, or there is a body that is put together that is there to make sure that those people all own the means of production. So there's still a state. Okay, and so what they always do is they say that wasn't communism, that was state capitalism because there was still a state, and they own the means of production. Well, a, a government is, I guess, just the collection of all the people putting together all the stupid ass rules that they want together, and so the 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 government is still <clears throat> supposed to be in, instituted for and by the people so that government is still the people owning the means of production and and we can just keep going all the way down this the actual question is that we've said so many times is let's say we're not going to get to perfect laissez-faire capitalism we're not going to get to perfect marxism which one of those is best for the most amount of people after we screw it up which one of them is best and we have a clear answer to that question because they're both going to be screwed up. Neither one of them are going to be perfect. People are going to mess it up. There's going to be a state. So which one of those is actually going to be best for the most amount of people? And the answer is capitalism. After it's screwed up, is still better for the most amount of people than communism and socialism are. Look at all these crazy things. Instead of giving people a million dollars, we can spend that amount of money to go to space. <laughs> yep. Exact amount of money. Yeah. Uh, let's get these votes in, and everyone stick around. If you have time in the private group, we're going to continue with five more dumb bleeps. Five more. Well, it probably gets move, even better. Probably move through them a little bit faster. I'm not going to say that they're better. They're on par, but obviously, I want to put the best stuff in the podcast itself. But these are so these are ones that didn't make I, the cut. I don't. You don't. I'm telling the rest of the podcast that's not part of this the Patreon gets better. That it gets even better. Yeah. You're right about that. Actually, these dumb ble- If you thought these the the previous ones were dumb, holy yeah. crap! Yeah, this is the the episode that you're not going to be able to listen to because you're not a Patreon member is going to be five times better <laughs> than the one that you just listened to. Okay, so go to the Dumb Bleep channel Discord members and hit the thumbs up on the one that you would like to vote for. I went ahead and put a thumbs up on every single one of them so you could just easily hit the button. So hit the thumbs up on the one that you would like to vote for. And while we are waiting for people to get your votes in, 
I'm going to tell you guys about the Liberty Trading Academy. By the way, you can get 20% off your first two months if you use the promo code SAVE20. Just keep that in mind. But I freaking love trading in the stock market every single day. If you are wondering how you can get outside of worrying about how you're going to make money doing something, what is your boss going to fire you? Is the government going to screw stuff up? You can learn a skill that you can get on your computer and make some money per day of the week once you learn all the principles and you, are, you become a disciplined person who follows the rules that is completely possible to have a good career in trading. Now, I'm not guaranteeing that because that's illegal. Okay? So that is not a guarantee. Disclaimer, trading is risky and most people lose money when they trade. But guess what? Us libertarians are not most people. Okay, we are not most people. We're great at following rules. <laughs> We're very disciplined and we love things being placed over the top of us that we can't. Okay, sorry, I'm going against the idea right now. Go to mastermystonks.com. We trade live every single morning. We get on there at 8 a.m. Central Time, 30 minutes before the market opens, and we go through all the stuff that we're watching for the day, stay live for another half an hour afterwards. Unless it's really busy, we'll stay on longer. If there's nothing to trade, then we will stay on shorter. But you get a nice pre-market market analysis every morning at 8 a.m. Central Time. And that's not even when we want to. That's whether we want to or not. We're on there. It's, it's when it is physically possible to do it, then we do it. Let me see where these votes are right now. Overwhelming majority going for whom? Keith Olbermann. Keith. Mm-hmm. Keith. Nate, while you're counting those up, I want to tell the people that are listening to podcasts to sign up. Patreon.com slash GoodMorningLiberty. You can participate in Dumb Bleep and get the uh, extra Dumb Bleeps. And all the goodies that Patreon has to offer, like being invited to our next live episode. So Patreon.com slash GoodMorningLiberty. Go sign up. And it looks like... Like you said, Keith had the most dumb thing to say of the week. <laughs> Which is impressive, because Socialist Party was up there. Chad thinks that a $1.5 billion could be divided out between $350 million and still equal to a million. Mm-hmm. Per person? <laughs> Just say that out loud. I mean, uh, so, I mean, there's a lot of dumb stuff in there. So we're going to end this episode like we normally do. Charlie's going to do his outro, because this is for the people who aren't paying to to help the liberty movement and stop the tyrannical uh mismanagementists that are out there trying to mismanage <laughs> us to death and everyone else the the people who are helping are going to get some extra dumb bleeps so there you go so if you enjoyed today's episode then hit that subscribe slash follow button leave us a rating and review sign up for all the things we told you to sign up for and if you do all those things we'll be back again on monday Hope you have a good weekend and a good morning, Liberty.